0: This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays. Our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the cleveland sports fan himself new episodes every day at 6 a.m eastern visit us at redcircle.com forward slash cleveland dash sport dash fan hey this is scott and burke from the davis and davis show the podcast for everything ohio Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We
1: talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits.
0: Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down,
1: relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis.
2: Or
0: find us on Apple Podcast, Prime Podcast, Google Podcast, check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm,
1: and we just don't care.
0: Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part
1: two. I got more stuff here.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you know how many awards this, this show won?
1: I seem to have glossed over that. I want to say it was only one, and I want to say it was for the music seven academy
0: awards were nominated for the show and three no no golden... i'm
1: sorry let me rephrase that tommy lee jones won for best supporting
0: correct okay seven academy awards were nominated three golden globes were nominated jones uh himself ironically Winning both the Academy Award and Golden Globe Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Harrison Ford was nominated for a Golden Globe but lost to Tom Hanks for *Philadelphia*. Now, with that said, during the filming of the show, it was reported that Tommy Lee Jones told Joe Pantoliano, P- "Pantoliano, Guido
1: the Killer Pimp." Guido, Guido the Killer Pimp. <laughs>
0: It's not like anyone, and Cipher
1: too, wasn't he? He was in the Matrix too, right?
0: Yes. Anyways he he was overheard saying this to to the gentleman. It's not like anyone's gonna win an award <laughs>
1: for this film. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, so the uh, speaking of nominations, uh, James Newton Howard. Is the gentleman who did the music uh, he also ended up doing the music for the dark knight trilogy he thought it was horrible he hated his composition for this whole movie apparently the academy award thought differently because they did nominate him for best music in a movie so and bless their hearts because that gave him the courage to do the dark knight which is fucking awesome music also Oh, uh, and this is the only and the only movie based on a TV show to ever get nominated for an Oscar.
0: All right, um... back to the train. Okay, I, I got to do this bit. Ah. <laughs> So you said that they did this in one take, correct? Uh Belisa? So. Um do you know why they did it
1: that way? Well, you can only when you only own one train and one bus, I think you only get one shot. And considering all the devastation that was going to happen around it, you probably only get one shot it proved to be cheaper
0: to use full-size locomotives at a cost of $20,000 a piece rather than to do miniatures rather than creating a crash scene using miniatures this was the heyday of uh, uh of of well it, it, you have to remember Skywalker Ranch mm-hmm. was huge in the beginning of the 90s right alien Weta films were huge in the beginning of the nineties. So all of this, uh, miniatures and, and computer aided stuff, um, became really expensive in the nineties. Uh, on a, a side note, um, for anyone that knows where my warehouse used to be, uh, one of the tenants that was in the warehouse with us mm-hmm. uh, had come there from the studios at Los Colinas. And they had a 20 foot long Hunt for the Red October submarine that was used
1: in the film. Oh, I was just watching that tonight at work. I love that film. Holy shit, I love that film! They have the model.
0: Ooh. with the arm extension on the one side. There's a piece of trivia for you. Do you know why the Hunt for Red October submarine only turned one direction?
1: Did they only finish
0: one side? No, the other side had the control arm. Ah. So every time you saw the Hunt for Red October submarine, it would always turn that way.
1: They couldn't just oh. flip the film backwards? I, i'm
0: sure they, <laughs> i'm sure they could have but somebody would have recognized that something was not right
1: all right um oh what other goodies we got here okay we'll go to the day uh well we do have to mention this entire shoot how many how many days was this entire shoot 73 52 well we
0: have discrepancy here mm. this film was shot in 73 days and had one of the fastest turnarounds in production schedule uh,
1: maybe this is just the chicago okay so chicago north carolina tennessee so maybe the other days were in studio studio so yeah the actual outdoor shooting was only 52 days uh rewrites were occurring during the film which we talked about earlier but still, 70 days for a blockbuster film, you can't do that today, I don't think. Mm-mm. And there were some, if I recall, there was there was some things that Harrison had to do, and they only had a limited time with him. So that was why it was such a rush to get everything done. Um talking about this fact that there was a sequel, US Marshals, and it was kind of just a remake of that film, but you know, it was still Tom Lee Jones, it was still good. Um, so, in the dam scene where yes. Tommy Lee Jones utters his famous I don't care line, um, Harrison Ford actually looked over the edge of that dam, was looking down the actual dam. That was not superimposed, that was not camera trickery. He actually leaned over and looked out. Now, he was on cables to keep him from falling over. Um, now, when he jumped, obviously that was not him, and obviously that was not a stunt man. They used dummies, right? Right. How many dummies did they use? Ooh. I would say thirty-two. No, it was only six. But the total, co- and unfortunately, the company that was was renting the dummies. Um, <laughs> We're hoping to get them back in one piece. That didn't happen. It ended up costing them $60,000 for those (laughs) six dummies to give their lives for that shot.
0: Okay. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, Okay. He breaks into the hospital
1: which one he broke into the, uh, the local the, hospital to get some clothes he broke into the Chicago hospital to get information the second hospital
0: okay uh, okay the young boy that Kimball treats at Cook County Hospital yes is played by who Oh, I do not know this one. Who is that? His name is Joel Robinson. Was he
1: from The Wire? He's
0: not from anything. Oh, okay. Actually, hang on. Actually, uh, his real name... Okay. Harrison Ford could not remember the boy's character's name. Okay. <laughs> so they allowed Harrison to call him Joel,
1: because <laughs> that during, was like his name
0: during the scene when he was uh uh doing whatchamacallit.
1: you may call it. chest wound and, and yeah, uh, yep, yep. Uh,
0: the shows that he was in were Sister Kate, Uncle Buck, Richie oh. Rich. Oh God, and that's it. So he was an HBO guy.
1: Interesting. There Very you interesting. go.
0: Um, I have more train stuff, but I don't think I want to do it. Alec Baldwin was the, you already ruined that piece yeah. of <laughs> do, you, uh, do you
1: remember what the budget for the film was? Ooh,
0: I don't, and I'm not going to scroll backwards to find it. So, take a guess. But I'm going to take a guess at, probably six million no it was actually a 44
1: million dollar budget
0: damn i thought that this would have been like a really low budget film that they somehow got well you had harrison ford yeah after after indiana jones
1: yeah and and do you know what the box office take
0: was I do not. That is on the other page that I would have to scroll back to, and I would cheat doing that. But I will say, I will say this. Do do you have it split between the first week? This
1: I don't know. I I believe this is probably the original box office take on the film. 51 million? No, God, way up. Wow. Wow. This was a blockbuster back in the day. Think big. Well, I'm I'm,
0: I'm thinking big, but you know I, I'm I'm also thinking about the fact that that we reviewed a movie two weeks ago that only made fifty one million dollars total. Right? <laughs> one
1: hundred twenty million. Three hundred sixty nine million dollars. Okay, that's that's got to be like total total. Because, that's probably worldwide. Yeah, because this was this and I don't have this written down this is from memory this was one of the very few movies released in China so that probably Uh, had something to do with
0: oh I did have I did have that as a trivia question Ah, uh, that said that uh, this was the first movie ever released in in Chinese yeah uh All right, during the St. Patrick's Day Parade. well, I probably don't
1: know this one now, because I've... Okay, go ahead.
0: The smiling black man in the hat. Do you know who he is?
1: I do not.
0: The smiling black man in the hat is Roland Burris, then Attorney General of Illinois. Oh, wow. Who later became the junior senator from Illinois, filling the seat vacated by President Barack Obama?
1: I, I now that you've mentioned that I do vaguely remember reading something about politicians in that movie. But yeah, that's kind of cool. Ladies and gentlemen, the score is thirty two to two.
2: Um
0: <laughs> uh where hold on, where was the dam?
1: The uh, damn oh, it was hold on. Where were the exterior shots of the dam filmed? Uh there's only two place. there's only two places they were at. That was Tennessee and North Carolina. Um I wanna say North Carolina was the dam.
0: Topico City, Graham County, North Carolina. It is the Chihuah- Chihuahua Chioa Dam. Oh. All right, your turn.
1: Uh, John Kuzak's brother was actually in this movie. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Bill. Bill Kuzak. Bill Kuzak.
0: I... I actually went through the entire list of the cast. There were a <laughs> lot of people in oh, this that man.
1: that went on to do some stuff. Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, what else? Uh, just as a side note, the uh, it, and I love expectations subversions. Uh, there are two really good ones. Um, when he is in chicago in his rented apartment and all of a sudden the cops show up and you're just you're for sure he's getting pinched but they grabbed the 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 grandkid of the polish lady that 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 rented out the room i love that stuff and the other one was when he got picked up by some lady when he was hitchhiking and she had this cream colored Guy, you'd probably be a better idea of what the car that was, but it was like a Buick Century or something like that. But uh, then you, the next day, you, you, the next scene is Tom Lee Jones going, Hey, we got him. And you see a cream colored car about, you know, half a block down, and they pan onto this hat, but it ends up being the, the, the other guy that got out of the train, the guy that let Kibble right. out of the, the the locks and everything, getting popped and everything. So, yeah, g- kudos to them for messing with your head. Something fierce, but yeah, I I love love that kind of stuff. Uh
0: Ooh, man, this so you you talked about the people that um were were considered for um Harrison Ford's role yes did you talk about who they wanted for tommy lee jones role
1: uh yeah actually we did talk about the guys it was gene hackman and john voigt who both t- turned it down okay who... and there's probably someone else too well
0: the director wanted nick nolte Ah, but, but nick nolte turned it down said that he was tired of action movies and too
1: old Well, I the the research I did said that he was for the role of Kimball, and Mm. not for Gerard. I'm not sure which
0: because this does not state that, but that could be. That could be. Well, actually, it does say it says Walter Hill wanted to direct Nick Nolte starring. Oh, so that would be Kimball. Yeah,
1: there you go. There you go. Alrighty then, Charles Nichols. The, the bad guy, the traitorous doctor who employs the one-armed man is named for the Walter Matthau character in a comedy drama called House Calls. And like Richard Kimball in The Fugitive, Nichols is a widower, but one who's propositioned by a number of women and isn't sure who to choose. That's some out there trivia
0: did you actually happen to say that this was the third highest grossing film in
1: 1993
0: I did not holy crap and 93 was a big year for movies because Philadelphia came out then
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, and what was the other one then uh
0: there was Philadelphia there was this one um
1: Hmm. I almost want to say it was a sci-fi movie, but...
0: I, I i do believe it was.
1: Highest grossing movies of 1993. Excuse me. The Fugitive Jurassic Park. Yeah. There you Cliffhanger, go. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, there was some steep... Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: man. Oh, Dazed and Confused came out in 93. No, Really? uh Gettysburg came out in 93 falling down which I love I love that movie uh Tombstone (laughs) Sliver (laughs) Sliver the only thing that was good in that was the naked chick um yeah uh yeah awesome awesome uh back to our back to our fugitive here included among the american film institute's 1998 list of the 40 movies nominated for the top 100 greatest movies of all time is this flick
1: nice very nice it's kind of amazing when you when you go through all this trivia and you realize there are there are so many writers so many directors so many choices of actors that this thing came out as good as it did and it was it, it was it was a, it wouldn't and you know like i said this is a movie that would stand up today if they released it the, would it would it make that much money i don't know but it would it would make money
0: would it okay uh
1: take away the fact that you have
0: you have tommy lee jones in it uh because i i i honestly can't say that harrison ford is like a a great actor um the younger he was, the better actor he was. As he got older, he kind of, kind of started to start talking
1: like this all the time. Yeah, it, it was just
0: the same <laughs> character over and over again in a different hat. Um. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the directing in this though was where I I have to sit back and go,
1: damn, yeah, directing. The editing was on point the whole time. And the score, uh, actually, I, you know, like the guy hated it, but, you know, the, it, it never intruded, but it always heightened. It was just, it was good shit.
0: All right. Um, Andrew Davis shot a lot of the material during this production. Okay. Uh, with a tight deadline between filming, editing, and release, six editors were hired. Do you know
1: what they edited on? <laughs> I do not know what they edited on, but I seem to recall that they would edit throughout the night mm-hmm. to get this stuff so they could see what it looked like the next day. But I do not know. Was it? I, I don't know. Do so,
0: um, As most of you know, I, I run up production company so uh this is something that i didn't expect burke to know but there is a system out there called avid which also uh they they are now making sound boards and different stuff like that avid and premiere pro were the two systems readily used for movies they were the first movie to team up multiple editors on multiple machines oh. to speed up the editing process. And uh, so Davis, the director, had six editors, um, three on each machine, and they edited 24 hours a day. So you'd have an editor come in in the morning. You'd have an editor coming in the afternoon, and you'd have an editor run all night long. Uh, and it sped the editing process up to to be able to make the timeline to release the movie within the '93 schedule. Ooh, what? What are you drinking now?
1: I I I had to do a little dab of the uh, infinity bottle.
0: Ah oh, man, there's no, there's not gonna be any of that left when I come for the Tears oh, for no, Fears concert.
1: No, 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 I'm that's I'm gonna keep working on it. But man, that's some good shit.
0: I'm gonna have to write my friend Mark Girton and see if he can get me some tickets to the Tears for Fears <laughs>
1: concert. He works for AEG. There you go. Ah, oh, let us hear. All right, so I got I got just a couple of stupid things here. The uh the one arm man who was actually known as Freddie Sykes, it is named after a character from Sam Peckinpah's The Wild Bunch, a 1969 film, an old-time bandit who is played by Edmund O'Brien and uh, Jeb Stewart, uh-huh. a writer. He heavily reworked uh, David Toohey's original screenplay for this movie uh, during the course of the filming. Uh, he was also the lead writer for Die Hard. Uh, Hans Gruber from Die Hard shares the name of the villain with James Coburn, starring thriller R-Man Flint. And uh, so, yeah, that's... Now I'm done with all my little Easter eggs and, and trivia on this film, man. Oh, you're done? Uh, yeah, yeah, two pages, man. That's I've okay. been doing a lot of talking tonight, man.
0: So um the guard in the bus
1: yes that, that thro- throws is, his keys to yes that is uh one of the guys from groundhog day that is a um uh, he's related to uh 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 the uh, he's an accurate isn't he um
0: I, I i i'm not sure what his name is but um no, he's an acroid. The, the actual question was name a movie that he was in before this. And number one <laughs> caddy on the shack. list. Number one on the list was uh not Caddyshack. It was it was Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the mayor. he placed the
1: mayor. Yeah. Plays the mayor. Uh, but he was he was also the uh the caddy master in Caddyshack. I okay. think he's I think he's an acroid brother, if I'm not mistaken. I, not I could well, be wrong. I always thought that the guy in groundhog day who was in the uh hallway was related to to them but he is not he used to do the quiznos commercials but that was Uh, that was all he was known for let me go to
0: the cast he uh uh not ron dean give me the entire cast All right, here's a Ford, blah blah
1: blah. There's Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, yes,
0: so he is related to
1: uh, he's he's his brother,
0: so he's not an Aykroyd,
1: he's a Murray. Oh, sorry, not that i really am. getting my names mixed up. I apologize. Um but I, I thought that that was a, a very neat thing.
0: Anyways, with also that Also in, in
1: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Wayne's World. Uh, uh,
0: like I said, this this whole cast was in a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, even the, the side guys. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh,
0: Ron Dean, who played Detective Kelly of the Chicago Police Department, was in The Dark Knight. Yep. Uh yeah, he played the didn't he play the mayor? He, was he the mayor? I thought he was the, the police chief. Uh here I will. Oh there's Dark Knight right there. Uh Wurtz, Wurtz, Wertz. Uh that would be the mayor. No, he played Detective Wurtz. Oh, okay. So I was right. He he was the the head detective.
1: Oh. He was... Yeah, what Ron Dean was in some stuff also in the dark Knight, wasn't he? Oh, he was in the Breakfast Club as Andy's father. Going yes. back to him, yes. <laughs> and he you was, wanna yeah, lose no, your no, no, no. ride? That that's the guy who played Wurtz in the Dark Knight. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Uh Uh, what was it uh, uh the last
0: piece of trivia that I have is um Tommy Lee Jones agreed to do this movie when 3 weeks before filming right a- right after he watched the movie Under Siege which was hmm. directed by the same director Um okay so uh what
1: what would you give this movie a b c d or not doing eight or ten ten out of tens or anything like that
0: you know what i haven't i i haven't i haven't figured out
1: how we need you
0: know what we need to do since you and i both drink bourbon i think we gotta do it by bourbons by proof not by proof by how many <laughs> bourbons you have to drink to enjoy it.
1: Oh no, no, no. I this is a this is a this is a too bourbon this is a too bourbon film for me. I I, I I could I watched it sober and then I watched it again having a couple drinks. I enjoyed it both ways. No, it's a it was a very enjoyable film.
0: But okay, here here are the parts of the film that I didn't like. I didn't like the music.
1: I was, Ooh, okay. I was
0: not a fan of the music. I was not a fan of the underscoring in it. Mm, okay. Um, I, I I would give this a a two bourbon. Uh, I I okay. still enjoyed the film. the The concept was great. The action was nonstop.
1: Yeah. It, it, it kind of draws you in and keeps you focused almost the whole time. Yeah, it's... it's.
0: And honestly, the thing that really fucking got me is that the way that they filmed it, it's still viable now. hmm You didn't see a lot of cars, so you couldn't really date it. Uh, it, it just... It, I think this is a timeless film that could go on yeah. forever. Um. So, yeah, I'm giving it a two bourbon. Two bourbon sounds good. So I'm going to have to post this on our Facebook page so that people understand. (laughs) Um, The more bourbons there are, the worst the The, the movie is. (laughs)
1: It's like playing golf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am not going to give a one bourbon yet until we do a movie review of something that just absolutely blows me away. Which brings us to the next
1: point, my friend. and I I am going to give you a choice. So.
0: So, Brother Burke
1: my friend going to give you a choice of movies here. And they're two radically different movies from radically different Uh, times and radically different styles. Okay. One we've talked about before is the gumball rally. Uh Uh-huh. The other one is Scott Pilgrim versus the world, Mm. which is tough because I love me some Edgar Wright movies. Okay. How's
0: about this? I say we do two movies at once. And do it as a comparison.
1: <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna compare apples to steak? What what the <laughs> gumball rally
0: <laughs> to the Cannonball Run. Oh!
1: All right. I love Murder by Death. Holy shit. And I've probably not seen that in 25 I, years. I swear
0: to God, these DVD companies should be paying us money for bringing up some of the old... Oh, look at your little
1: kitty. you camera. Look, see the little blue light right there? Nope. Playing... yep and uh, it's gonna hurt me here soon
0: what 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 type of camera are you using
1: i honestly couldn't tell you if i had to because i think i threw away the box oh now i have my dash cam box but uh and there's no markings on there but
0: Oh, I have the Logitech 920, and I tell you what, the picture on it is phenomenal. Uh, and for a $70 camera, I was
1: 100% impressed with the nice. way that
0: this... I mean, how's how's my picture look
1: to you? It, your, your picture looks good. I mean, I think I paid $30 for this thing. Yeah, you're a little fuzzy. Yeah, a little bit. But on the flip side, I have a little cover that I can... <laughs> just cover up the camera at any time I want. So
0: I, I have a little cover too.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Um, so cannonball versus the gumball rally. uh, I I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah,
0: I think, um, what's really interesting about this is that, that gumball has a guy who reminds me of, uh, of the, the Fonda kid. And and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Fonda kid is in the cannonball run. Yes. Um, if, if anyone remember, what was the motorcycle movie that he started? Uh, Easy rider, easy rider. Uh, they actually play that, that, uh, that motorcycle gang in, in the cannonball run. Um, the, oh, cast, wow, that's right. the cast from both of these movies is 100% screwed up, badass actors. Yeah.
1: My, Michael Sarazin is the guy you're thinking that looks like, and he does. He looks a lot like Fonda. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Are you about to laugh? You're about to laugh. You are about to laugh, Burke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how's it going brother bob you never told me when to get on i looked at the <laughs> i looked at the agenda and it looked like right about an hour and 45 yeah. minutes into the show and it's yeah. like it's been it's been two fucking hours dude you so said that you were in my own fucking hands you said that you were working until 8 30 we didn't start until 8 30. i understand that and once i saw that i looked at what you sent me and you broke it down block by block right and i don't come in to the show until about an hour and 45 minutes into it
0: well wow. and that
2: was 8 37 it is now 10 30 so i figured. I guess I'll just have to get on for myself.
0: Um, because yeah. the
2: administrator and the host apparently doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, he did. He has some technical issues. No, I was talking about you.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do, man? I got nothing to do with this shit. I just show up. Yeah. That's
2: exact dude, it, that's the exact way I feel about all of it. I'm asked <laughs> to show up and I show up. And then I get ridiculed for three hours about what I have to say.
0: Um I I have some bad news for you, Oshimaida. Um <laughs> we we have already gone through the fugitive and both Burke that's and funny. myself both Burke and myself gave it a two-bourbon rating.
2: What's 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 the
0: highest? The highest rating is a one-bourbon.
1: Oh, the highest would be zero, technically, well, right? Yeah, the
0: highest would be zero. Okay, it's how many bourbons do you have to drink to watch this movie?
1: <laughs> it's kind of like so golf.
0: The lower the score,
2: the better. Uh, yeah. So you guys don't approve of this movie? No. No it's a it got a two bourbon
1: that's as close to perfect as we've gotten so far okay
2: so so i'm thinking the opposite yeah i'm thinking i need to drink a lot just to be able to watch this movie yes you guys are saying that you're watching this movie and it makes you want to just keep drinking because it's a great movie
0: No, No, no it's a movie that i only have to drink two drinks I, I'm not annoyed by it. I love okay, it. Okay,
2: okay, okay. So I'm with you. I'm with. Okay, yeah. now, now, now I'm on the same. If place.
0: I had to watch when, where, when Harry, when Harry met Sally, yeah, that's, they're, they're, that's that's a, an infinite
1: bourbon movie. Yeah, you, that's, yeah, that's it, at least forty-two bourbons.
2: I can prom. I, I can I can promise you by saying I've never seen it. Um, lucky you. I'm not a huge movie guy. I really am not. So, uh. But, yeah, know, yes. that's cool. I, I tried to watch The Fugitive last night, but apparently Hulu and Netflix doesn't have it available. I mean, I know I've seen it a hundred times, but I wanted to refresh my memory. I think I watched it on Hulu. I tried. I, I, I searched it, and huh. I got The Fugitive series from, like, the 60s. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did watch one of those to see what the difference was between.
2: It's it's not even close.
0: Um. But the old ones are very interesting, though. There you go,
2: cat. Yeah,
0: Burke's playing with his pussy. I yeah.
2: really have a hard time watching anything in black and white unless it's Three Stooges. Mm, uh,
1: uh, Wild Wild West. Now, nah, I'm not a big Western guy.
2: Bonanza, kind of. I, kinda, I know, was you know, a Wild kinda. Wild
1: West was not a Western, man. That was like James
2: Bond of the old West, man. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were t- there was a. There was a television show called The Wild Wild West.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I Bob Conrad. Growing up, but that's about it. Bob
0: Conrad was in it. Uh, It was a phenomenal show, and it was. They had the space age train that uh, they they rode in. Uh, The one guy that Robert Conrad. That's who you're thinking of, Robert Conrad. As a matter of fact, I have Baba Black Sheep sitting right here as well. Which that will be going onto the Google Drive here soon.
2: Okay, um, so since I since I missed the segment about Doctor Richard Kimball, do I still have my trivia question? Yeah,
1: sure. Go ahead, man.
0: Okay. What do you mean, Burke? And I have like forty trivia questions. We just went an hour and a
2: half. You and, I, and I, I won. That, and for once, I won. Well, you guys could ask me a couple. That'd be fine. Okay. But here's my trivia question. And I had to think long and hard about this because I wanted it to be something, you know, there's so many that, you know, the normal person that hasn't seen The Fugitive multiple times would be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> in, in the scene with the St. Patrick's Day parade. Yep.
0: We're about to. Oh, this was on Dr. my trivia R-
2: list. Richard Kimball blends in to a group of of walkers okay so that um uh Mr. Gerard can't find him what was the name of that group of men
0: ooh that's a good question because i i remember the
2: they say it on the movie on the loudspeaker
0: i remember the band
1: because Hold on. They, this was this was like a local union of is he on it, his phone no 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 hands up <laughs> here
2: cuz Scott accuses me of that blank, shit black phone
1: time. um local union of not of even shit, it was was it pipe layers or brick layers i think
2: God, you're so fucking close. It's not funny.
1: <laughs> Masons.
2: No. What was it? The Union of Plumbers. Damn. Oh my God, that's awesome.
0: So uh, close. I
2: say it. This is the Union of Plumbers. <laughs> There's no something, something with this group.
0: Son of a bitch, I have it on my on my trivia right here. The right. parade. The parade chase was improvised, but Harrison Ford did get permission to walk with the Plumbers Union.
1: <laughs> Pipe layers was damn close. You gotta admit. <laughs> damn it! I even had it in my trivia.
2: That sucks because I didn't think either one of you would come even close.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, oh, dude! When when you okay, you're about to get hit with some uh
2: yeah, and I some
0: trivia here.
2: Two years. And I'm 50 years old and my memory sucks, so I'm going to probably miss most of them.
1: Now I'm 55, so I don't want to hear about it, man.
2: Hey, hey Bert, Bert, Bert,
0: Bert can start with his while I'm looking Adventure at Adventure runs name.
1: in my family. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to ask these as trivia questions, man. Um, You should start at the beginning.
0: What was so, the first one that you asked I, was, me?
1: I just had, it was, it, was just, it was based on a TV series from 63 to 67. Uh, the producers from that TV show also went on to do Maverick and the Rockford Files, and it was inspired by the book Les Miserables. Um, script took five years, 25 different phases, eight writers. Who was the first choice for Richard Kimball as an actor? Who did they want to be that that guy? I'll take any of the four actually. There were four guys they wanted for the role. I'll take any four.
2: Okay, so this is 1993. Yep. And the fact that you mentioned Maverick and the Rockford Files in the same sentence, James that, Garner. That was
1: my no, 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 don't don't go off of that. That was just about the okay. TV series only. So no. Jackson so solo. think about 1993, who was hot back then? Who was a leading man? Uh, who would be their first four picks for Dr. Richard Kimball?
2: 1993. See, this is where I'm just going to totally draw a blank because I was not a a movie guy at all. And actor-wise, like, that—that the Hollywood scene, it just wasn't me. I was more into rock music. (laughs) But... It's really nice Tom Cruise is a no. No,
1: nope. too young.
2: Yeah, but when was when was Top Gun? That was
1: look. no, he was too young for the part, though. I mean, even back. Right, in the right, Gun right. Days, okay, yeah.
2: okay, So, Harrison Ford is in his what forties there at that point, probably pretty
1: close. Yeah. Hmm. Just pick somebody.
0: do 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 do,
2: do. i got no idea
1: yeah okay kevin costner was their first choice michael douglas was their second choice and nick nolte was their third choice
2: see now that you say that i should have i, I look. I, I think to myself why the fuck didn't i think about that
1: yeah i mean 48 hours was out around that time and
2: you know so I mean, there was nick a... Nolte. no but i could see douglas playing that role
1: yeah oh yeah and then
2: for agent gerard
1: mm. who are their two first picks for
2: those that okay, role we're talking about the same basically the same
1: same agent. group but no they, they 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 wanted a bad guy so two guy. and these are a little lesser known perhaps but
2: well if they're lesser known than michael douglas then, how the hell am I going
1: to know? <laughs> John Voight is one. John Voight. And Gene Hackman was the other one. Oh, you
2: know. They're one of them. No. I know, right? <laughs> no. All right. That would have totally ruined the movie.
0: Harrison Ford was the first actor to sign onto the film in September 1992. And personally agreed with Andrew Davis, who was directing the film. After
2: what? They agreed to let Tommy Lee Jones be Samuel Gerard. Incorrect. Okay.
0: Harrison Ford agreed to do the movie after seeing Under Siege, which was directed by Andrew Davis, and was very impressed with the results.
2: And Tommy Lee Jones was the lead actor.
1: I mean, you could say that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean he stole the show. I mean, technically he wasn't the lead, that was Harrison Ford, but Tommy Lee stole every scene he was oh, in.
2: Oh, so. on your feet. But but, but Tommy, Tommy oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah,
1: show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee was not the
0: reason that he signed on. He signed on because of the directing.
2: I I think those kind of go hand-in-hand personally, but okay.
0: During the scene in the prison, when Harrison Ford is running away from Tommy Lee Jones, he runs through two doors that are supposedly automated, closing, and bulletproof. What does Tommy Lee Jones do?
2: He shoots at the door, and then he puts his arms up like, what the fuck? <laughs> then he says, open the fucking doors!
0: Okay, so he shot at the
2: door. Now. And Harrison Ford couldn't get his fucking foot out of the fucking door.
0: Okay, dokie, we're here now. So, was the bullets hitting the glass on those do- bulletproof doors... In effect, or was it real?
2: I mean, I would assume they're blanks.
0: So close. So close. Very close.
2: They're not going to be real bullets.
0: They used real bullets made out of wax. So that when it hit the bulletproof window, it looked like... Bullets hitting glass. Bullets hitting glass.
2: Okay, but ultimately they're still blanks.
0: No, they're they're real. They're
1: projectiles, but yeah, yeah. a little bit. A little. It's like still considered a
0: bullet. Yeah. Okay. So he was really being shot at. Would it kill him? No. Um. But oh, uh, the other part of that was that Tommy Lee Jones was firing blanks, and there was a technician on. The side who is shooting the the live wax rounds.
1: Uh, let's see. How many, this... how many? How many Academy Awards? Oh, this did one that gonna... movie win? And bonus points for which category?
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to say three. One. Okay, so then it's best leading actor.
1: No, come no. on, man! It's Tommy Lee Jones and the best supporting actor. Come on, man! No. Now, now to add on to this,
2: I mean, there are there are people that could say that he was the lead actor in that movie.
1: Hey, well, okay, now you got to remember, as the movie posters and 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 everything, you know, Harrison Ford was the yeah, lead right, actor. Right. He was, yeah, you know, you, you got to go by, you know, that no. kind of shit.
0: Now, here's a piece of trivia that adds on to that. Tommy Lee Jones reportedly told Joe Pantoliano, it's not like anyone is going to win any awards for this shit.
2: Well, that's Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones is my favorite actor of all time, and I make no excuses for that. Hey, but do, the do guy you, is just, he, he he just says it how he fucking feels. it.
1: Well, he, he ad-libbed the line in at the dam right before Kimball jumps over. Or Kimball goes, I didn't, I didn't kill my, my wife. wife.
2: I don't, I don't care.
1: <laughs> and then another one, when some kid was sitting off to the side, just kind of hunched down, he's like, what are you doing? So I'm thinking, well, think me up think a shot ch- of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee and a chocolate 100%. donut. Yeah. With, With sprinkles. <laughs> <That was laughs> really cool. uh, my so- favorite part of,
2: my favorite part of the dam was is when he jumps and he goes to the edge and looks, and then uh Cosmo comes up and he's like, God did a Peter Pan off of this damn right <laughs> here. <laughs> Boom! And Cosmo's like, Wow okay, can we go home now? And he goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, do, you,
1: do you remember? And they, go
2: and they go, the guy's fished food. He said, well, get a cane pole, and go catch fish and ate him.
1: <laughs> do you remember uh, Cosmo, I guess was his name. Do you remember the other movies he was in?
2: I've seen him in a couple of movies that most likely will escape me, but I've seen him in other stuff.
1: He he was in uh, risky business as Guido, the killer pimp.
2: Okay, yes, I do remember that.
1: And then he was also in the Matrix. He was the guy that, like, you know, was the
2: bad guy. Well, I've never seen any of the Matrix movies. I I'm not a movie person. He was in Bad Boys. Uh,
0: What else was he in? Oh God! That's oh my gosh! I know where he's from now. Um, um, uh, okay. Have any of you watched the the movie Spring Break
2: with Mark Harmon? No, that was no, you're talking about
0: the four kids on the small bus. No, no, uh, I, I, you and I actually had a conversation about Spring Break. Spring Break is about, uh, uh, Oh my god no. Uh
2: I thought was... Spring Break was about me and Mama Spetti going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, he was he was in the original he was
0: in the original Spring Break and they are about to put out a new release of Spring Break 1983. Uh where four friends go to uh Fort Lauderdale to to have sex and frolic and all that shit. Um, but he he was also in uh he, what he's starring in right now is Tacoma F D. Um one of my friends, Jordan, I've gotta bring Jordan on the show one day when we do movie reviews or something. I he have is, a
2: hard time finding that you have this many friends.
0: He he is Me too. so into super troopers and Oh if, god, yeah. If you've ever watched Tacoma FD, it's written by the same guys. Oh, um,
1: yeah. Is that the, uh, whether, uh, uh, they're all firemen. firefighters? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh,
0: uh, one of, the, one of the, uh, super troopers, whatever, uh, plays a guy named Eddie Panisi Pen- Jr., um, Cosmo or Joe Pantaleano plays his dad in Tacoma FD who is the actual fire chief over everyone in in Tacoma ends, okay. up, ends up firing his son like every other week <laughs> it's freaking hilarious he, he is freaking hilarious where did Bob go usually that's to go get another beer or to piss again already then He'll
1: show up.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I had to piss. It
1: was... <laughs> it was number two. It was a number one, but number two choice. So,
2: so the other guy, not Cosmo, and I, his name escapes me. Also, the the taller dude with the mustache. Now he's Sykes. been in. What? What's he, what was that? Sykes. Was no, that no, no, no. Sykes was the killer. Right. No, I'm talking about the other guy that worked with. With Tommy Lee Jones and Cosmo, the taller dude with the mustache. Yeah,
1: that's the that's the one that was thinking.
2: No, 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 that was Newman. Uh, Newman New... was the guy that's. I'm thinking, and he says, <laughs> "Well, think me up a chocolate donut, pick up a cup <laughs> of coffee, and chocolate donut with some sprinkles on it." There was the other guy.
1: Oh God! Oh God! God.
2: The taller guy, kind of blondish hair, had a mustache. I can't remember his name, but he's been on multiple different shows through the years.
0: Who Biggs?
2: Biggs, yes. Okay, Daniel Roebuck. Daniel Roebuck, yeah, he's he was on Matlock for years. Um, he's been on NCIS, so. As far as as, um, the other guy, yeah, I didn't see those shows, but Daniel Robux has been on a lot of different shows over that. But I will say, uh, off the topic, two things. The one thing that really pissed me off the most is the second Fugitive movie that they killed off Newman, Oh yeah, that 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 just bothered me. That whole movie to me sucked because of that.
0: Oh, he was on Wizards of Waverly Place as well.
2: And the other thing is, Timely Jones, The Fugitive wasn't his best work. His best movie was was playing Ty Cobb.
1: I loved him in Men in Black too. So.
2: Oh well, yeah, but when he played Ty Cobb. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but Mm. oh my lord.
1: And Scott, we both effed up. The guard in the bus Mm -hmm. is not a Murray. The guy on the bus was Richard Real. And he was in office space. Yes. The guy that had the jump to conclusion, Matt
0: yes he and was, he looks he an was awful it,
1: lot like a murray though i mean i i yeah i can understand where we both got screwed up but yeah that was not a murray uh but dick cusack was in the movie who bill dick as well really yes what are you bringing me what the fuck is this the cat just drug in this fucking toy but do you want me to throw what is that do you want me to throw it like okay thing's bigger than him all right
2: uh are you guys done with me now <laughs> uh
1: anyways uh, did, yes. you, did you know that this was the only movie ever based on a tv show that got nominated for an oscar
2: i did not know that but it does not shock me
1: yeah because most you tv know that- shows
0: suck when they go to a movie did you know that this was the first film to ever be produced in America and released in China?
1: i going to take that as a no from
2: Bob. Um, I, I, I guess he's not answering anymore. It is. <laughs> There'd be no way in absolute hell that I'd be able to answer that question. (laughs) I would have no clue.
1: (laughs) You know how many dummies they use to chuck over the side of the dam? Six. Oh, shit. You got it right the first time. Yes, six is the right answer at a cost of, take a
2: guess. $46,000.
1: Damn close, freaking real close. That's um, that's fucking impressive, man. I'll, I'm I'm impressed. Uh, Why are they turn off the water? <laughs>
0: the scene where Kimball is running through the St. Patrick's Day parade was not scripted. They did, however, get permission from the mayor of Chicago to do this.
2: Did the Grand Marshal also approve? They, they,
0: well, he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> what the mayor says goes. Uh,
2: the entire the sequence was... He was put sh- the leprechaun hat on that he found in the trash, and then yep. he just mixed in with the plumber's union. The, and- in, in all reality,
1: like the crowd did not know Harrison Ford was going to be there, and he blended in for an a, awfully long time because he was trying to blend in. But eventually, he did get cited. And... Now the
0: entire sequence was shot by handheld Steadicam. No rehearsals, and none of it was scripted. So they ad libbed that whole thing.
2: So they just happened to be filming at that place right where, know, the, said, the, where they shot no, at the, him. And the he fi- got the out. film
1: crew. The film crew just got a bunch of steady cams and said that, and I guess the director loved the Chicago parade in the first place. It was like, we got to do this during the Chicago parade. So he got all the actors, he got all the steady cams and said, go. And that was, that was all they had was just go. And so they just right. ad libbed well, okay. every bit of it.
2: But that, that w- was really the only thing allowed him to get away. Cause he's not going to outrun five u.s marshals so i mean whatever they did was was brilliant
0: yeah well that's kind of the thing is that since it was unscripted they literally looked at him and said go (laughs) now he did get permission to walk with the plumbers as well but we already discussed that yep
2: i just love the fact he grabbed the freaking leprechaun head out of a trash can (laughs) And Not to open, yeah. <laughs> they just blunted in with all these fucking old fat guys.
1: Did
0: you know that Juliana Moore's character was supposed to have a much bigger role in this? She, she was, was a actually love interest. Yeah, she was actually supposed to have fallen in love with Kimball.
1: Actually, Jane's character was supposed to be a love interest, also, which really would have screwed up the whole first act of the film, so. That's why. Oh, kind of... I
2: mean, it's just, He's married. It's his wife.
1: Yeah, he loves his wife, and that just drives the whole film. Well, I I think that's why they
0: they stopped that whole thing. Um, so Wait a
2: minute. Oh, uh, Julianne Moore was the ER doctor,
1: right? Okay, okay, okay. And then okay. Jane, um, the the chick, the forty year old virgin, she was in it as one of the neph- not a uh you had the term what was it oh um a pathologist pathologist yes thank you
2: right you know his wife who really was only alive for like two minutes into the movie (laughs) she's one of the hottest actresses i've ever seen in my life we we, we all agree on that part
1: is that not what i said at the
2: beginning of this oh yeah we all agree on that part uh black hair and it just gets better from that
1: uh let's She's a bit of all right
2: i Um, love you another part of that movie and i know i guess you guys move past that movie and since scott didn't tell me when to get on i'm just (laughs) kidding is when he when he goes into the bathroom with with the guy that's in a coma or whatever and he shaves his beard He just looks in the mirror and is like, "Motherfucker, I really got to do
0: this." (laughs) Hey, wait! It's a seven forty-five. Get on Zoom.
2: Okay, but the show was supposed to start at six o'clock.
0: Well, then you should have gotten on.
2: You should have gotten on any time after seven
0: forty-five. Should have gotten on any time
1: after seven forty-five. We weren't even filming at seven forty-five.
2: Okay. You said the Zoom was open at seven thirty-eight. I looked at your schedule, and I don't come on for an hour and forty-five minutes.
0: Why would I send you? Okay, why would I send you (laughs) a text that says the Zoom is open?
2: If I did,
0: why the fuck would I send you? A thing that says that. Okay, you're, now now you're totally making yourself look like an ass. I don't think so. One hundred percent. No, because I know how to. I know how to. You were that. sent. You were sent a note to get on the Zoom.
2: Okay, so let me. Then go Then you to get my...
0: on the Zoom and you blame everything on Burke.
2: <laughs> I didn't blame him. Number one. Number two. <laughs> last night. You said to me, I sent you an email about the show rundown for tomorrow. And I went, oh, fuck, another show? I've done two, <laughs> two straight days. You said, yes, this is the one we go over the fugitive. I'm not going to be wrong on this, and I don't care what you say. You're, you're <laughs> absolutely said, wrong on this. Look at the show schedule. I said, I am door dashing tomorrow. And I said, it starts at like... Six o'clock or something, and you're like, "Look at the schedule." And I looked at, I'm like, "Oh, I don't come in till seven So 7:45. not only
0: not only is it written on the schedule that you come in at seven forty-five, but you were sent a text at eight thirty-five that said, "The Zoom is open."
2: But you started an hour and a half later.
0: The
1: Zoom
2: so is I open. Made oh, 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 oh!
1: To- I get it. I get it. I understand where he's coming from. He thought we started at the very top and we decided to cut out the whole top shit because we're starting so late. I get where he's coming from now. I get it. I I don't know. Everything was two hours later. That's Um, what he thought. You should have said, Hey, we cut the first half of the show. Our part's coming on now. Get your ass on. I kind of
0: did that with the, the zoom is open. That's too subtle for Bob.
2: It's too subtle for anybody.
0: Hold on. I'm making a note of this to the next time, write, Motherfucker, get your goddamn motherfucking goddamn ass on the goddamn Zoom right the fuck now instead of just the Zoom is open. I thought I was being kind, but apparently I need to be a dick with people from now on.
2: Okay. No, you really don't. But it's <laughs> what I interpreted it as. Well, I, I so int- a miscommunication doesn't mean you've got to become a
0: dick. I interpreted from your text that you weren't going to be home in time to do the show as okay. Come okay. in when come in and when I, you get
2: and done. And you're and I should have text text you at eight ten and went. I'm home. Mhm. But
0: I'm also two bourbon and ginger ale's in. So,
1: and I'm four or five. So I was, so like, not... I was
2: trying to make as much money as I can in tomorrow because we're yeah. supposed to get like two inches of ice and then like seven inches of snow on top of it Thursday. Two. And I'm not driving in the shit.
0: Two inches
2: of ice two and then seven inches of snow on top of it that's what your old lady says
1: constantly
0: Uh, uh, well she says two inches around
1: (laughs) (laughs) they don't call you stump for nothing obviously (laughs) (laughs) they don't even call me stump dude
0: I said, there's a reason why I can't sleep with fat chicks. It's because it, the tip only makes it into the lump into the into the
2: lump. First man. fold. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. All right.
0: We've uh we've we've totally killed the fugitive.
1: Uh I'm done. But I'm glad that we got to at least get some Bob time in on this movie because it was his whole like, I wanna do the
2: fugitive thing, so
1: it was well, your next, movie.
2: next time when Scott texts me, motherfucking asshole, piece of shit, dick fuck, get on the fucking show right now. I will understand what he's saying. Yeah, but
0: I, that's okay. I'll just get back. I'm I, I'm I'm door dashing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. all right, guys.
0: We are out of here. Thank you all for having a a, a great evening and enjoy the fugitive. We'll be back next week. Uh, What are we doing next week?
1: Uh, You have to tell me, because it's not going to be a movie review. What's it going to be? We'll figure it out. Figure it out. All right, right, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night.
0: On behalf of Burke, Scott, and the rest of the cast at the Davis & Davis Show, we'd like to thank you for listening, and we hope you return next week. Remember, we're not a law firm and we just don't care.